Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Hello, my friends. It's Hal Elrod. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, where you get to listen to conversations with people who have achieved extraordinary goals to understand who they are and learn how they did it so that you can do the same. Now, again, I am your host, Hal Elrod, and my guest today, Nika Pasquale, is the founder of Urban Remedy, a company that is on a mission to reimagine our food system and teach the world that food is healing, which I believe wholeheartedly. Now, Nika wasn't looking to start a company. She was a Marin-based acupuncturist trained in healing modalities like Reiki and Chinese medicine, and she had a steady roster of clients. But as someone who had studied a lot about the healing power of food, she started offering dietary advice to her clients, and while she didn't know it at the time, she was setting the foundation for her company. And she eventually founded Urban Remedy, grew it to 150 employees, and over $30 million in annual revenue. So today she shares how she did that, so that you can learn from her and apply her story to achieving your goals. Now, I want to just, quick disclaimer, I realized listening back to this episode that it sounds like it's like a paid advertisement because I am such a huge fan of Urban Remedy. I have had their salads delivered to me every week for, I don't know, probably six months, a year. I don't know the exact time when I started, but I discovered them at Whole Foods. She's in over 300 Whole Foods now. And I loved their salads. And then I went online to their website and discovered, oh my gosh, I can have these delivered to me. And so actually, I three of the salads every week, I get like 10 salads a week, plus some bars and juices and such. But three of the salads are claimed by my mother-in-law, Marilla. And she actually, she gets three of the salads every week. So she has her three favorites. But anyway, I just want to be clear, this is not a paid advertisement, even though it does sound like it, I realize when I'm talking to Nika and just like fanboying over her and her company and her salads and all the things. So before we dive into the episode, I want to take just a minute to thank our sponsors, two sponsors that bring you this show every week, help support my family in all transparency. The first is Organifi and the second is Cured Nutrition. Now, I only endorse these sponsors because I use their products and I vetted out the companies and I believe in their mission, very similar to Urban Remedy which maybe they'll be a sponsor someday. I don't know. But anyway, Organifi makes some of the highest quality organic whole food supplements in powder form. So I do my vanilla protein powder and my smoothie every day. This morning, my son's like, I want a chocolate peanut butter smoothie. So I have their chocolate protein powder as well. I'm a little under the weather right now. So I'm taking their immunity twice a day, which is, it helps to obviously strengthen your immune system. I do their red juice every afternoon. They've just got a bunch of great products. If you want to boost your energy and your health in a really simple and easy way, head over to Organifi.com forward slash Hal. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com forward slash Hal. And then use the discount code Hal, H-A-L, for 20% off your entire order. And then last but not least, the other sponsor that brings you this show every week is Cured Nutrition. I kind of call them Organifi's cousin because they also make high quality organic whole food supplements. What's unique is that CBD oil is at the foundation of every single one of their formulas. To see why that is, head over to curednutrition.com forward slash Hal. Again, that's curednutrition.com forward slash Hal. And then use the same discount code H-A-L 
at checkout. And I love their products from their morning nootropic rise to my favorite product, which is their evening bedtime supplement, nighttime oil, also available in capsules called nightcaps. And that helps me fall asleep and stay asleep. So if you want those benefits, head over to curednutrition.com forward slash Hal. Without further ado, it is my great pleasure to introduce you to my new friend, who I'm a huge fan of, Nika Pasquale, founder of Urban Remedy. Enjoy. Nika Pasquale, it is a pleasure to see you. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. We've spoken on the phone once, but this is the first time we've actually looked each other in the eye. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to start by gushing a little bit. Like, and I told you this when we talked, I order Urban Remedy, your product, your salads and your bars and your every single week. My wife will tell you, it is literally, I'm not exaggerating, eating lunch, eating specifically Urban Remedy, it's one of my favorite parts of my day. Aww. Like I created the Miracle Morning. I would argue, like, what do I derive more satisfaction from my Miracle Morning or eating Urban Remedy at lunch? Like mm. it's neck and neck. It, it is a close tie. So thank you for what you've created because it adds so much value to my life. I can't even tell you. Oh, thank you. That just means the world to me. Thank you so much. I love hearing that. That's incredible. You're welcome. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not pandering. Like I am so enthusiastic about your, your salads. I just, uh, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. So let's talk about that. Like first, before we get into Urban Remedy and, and what you've created, what did you do before Urban Remedy? Like for, for work, for a living? Yeah. Yes. I am still a licensed acupuncturist. I studied Chinese medicine. I have my master's in traditional Chinese medicine. So I've been an acupuncturist and herbalist for the last like about 20 years. So I had a private practice before I started Urban Remedy where I just did one-on-one sessions for about 11 years. And that's where I really delved into food as medicine and really I think it's really interesting. Like we can read about diet and the importance of diet, but when you have a practice and you're treating chronically ill people and you see what's working for most people and how changing your diet is so critical, like the people in my practice that were willing to change their diet and eat a low inflammatory diet and stop eating inflammatory foods would get better so much faster than people who were unwilling to change their diet. And so that's really the premise that I started Urban Remedy under really just using food as healing and also just really delving into the way that we farm and the toxins that we're exposed to in the food system and really just kind of connecting the dots with those very important subjects. Yeah. Yeah. And so I found that I would teach people how to eat like this. I would do retreats and people would come and feel great. I would do all the food and juicing and all of that. And then over time, people be like, I just can't do it. It doesn't taste as good. I can't do it. It's so expensive to go shopping and then chop everything and make everything. And so I just kind of started doing it on the side. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to juice and like make food for people on the side. So I had a full acupuncture practice. And then I had like a commercial kitchen and I was making all this food. And then I finally got to the point when I got pregnant with my son in 2011, where I was like, I was like six months pregnant and trying to do all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I think it's really time to take a break from the one-on-one, which is a really difficult decision and just kind of really focus on the food part because I I felt that it was so important. Wow. 
Yeah. You talk about food is healing. That's your, and it says on your website, like more than a tagline, right? Like it's really what you believe. Have you ever heard of or seen the documentary Raw for 30 Days? You know, I think I saw, when was that a while ago? A long yes. time ago, like probably more than a decade ago. Yes. Yeah. And it, it was basically, they, they took a couple dozen roughly or 16 or something like that. Yes. Type two diabetics. Yes. And they took them out into like a cabin where they could not access any other food other than what they were given. Yes. They were raw vegan and 100% of them were off of their insulin within 30 days. Yes. Right. Was that a guy from Australia? I do not remember. It's been so long. Okay. I, I believe <laughs> I met him one time, but actually when I had my practice, probably a little bit before that came out, I was lucky enough to take some courses with Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who wrote the book, a book about using plant-based foods to cure diabetes. And he would mm -hmm. bring people and do the same thing. He has a place in yeah. Arizona. And that was very, very inspiring to me. And so I incorporated some of those principles into my practice at that time. And at that time, I was doing mostly live raw food and juicing. Yeah. And a lot of people ask, you know, as an acupuncturist in Chinese medicine, they say you don't want to eat a lot of raw cold food because it's really difficult for the spleen and stomach for your digestion. Mm. But I use those principles where I would use warming ingredients and I still do to things that are cool. Like obviously lettuce, not obviously, but lettuce is cooling, for example, like very simple. And so when you add things like ginger in your dressings or red peppers or things that are warming, you can offset the very cold properties of things that are cooling, which in Chinese medicine might be a little bit hard on the digestion. So, so Urban Remedy is organic vegan right? Certified organic. Yes. Yeah. Now, and it, it's not completely raw, right? It's mostly raw. We have a lot of, I would say in the last five years, I've incorporated more cooked components, but things that are cooked are really in their whole state, meaning like something like we use like regenerative certified, obviously organic rice in our burrito bowl. Yeah. Organic quinoa in our macro bowl. So I have incorporated some cooked ingredients because people, I think that there really has to be a balance. Yeah. And so I've tried to do that. So people that are raw, there's options for people that just want raw. And then there's options that are more hearty and filling for people that would like to incorporate those. No, I appreciate that. One of my favorite restaurants in the world is Cafe Gratitude. Yes. I'm assuming you're oh, familiar. Me too. Yes. I, and they used to be, they were raw vegan yes. for many, many years. And then they incorporated cooked food. And it's like, it's nice to go there it's for dinner so and have great. something warm, oh you my, know, right? Yes, so. I agree. I love how they have transformed the same way, but different. Yeah. And I love, yeah, I, uh, they have the best nachos I've ever had in my life. I love their food. It's so good. Yeah. I love their food. It's where, when I go, I used to live near their San Diego location. Yes. Uh, like for my 30th birthday, that's where I went to San Francisco. Yeah. I live near San Francisco. I went to San Francisco. Like my life revolves <laughs> around cafe gratitude yeah. when it's in, it's nearby. I want to ask you too. So what's your diet like? Are you completely vegan or what, what, what's your diet like? I I'm not completely vegan, but I do not eat dairy. Yeah, me either. And I don't really like to put myself in a category of like vegan sure. or not vegan. I like to say that my theory or my belief around food is really more around like regenerative agriculture and farming. So mm. everything that I choose will be organic or pasture raised or, you know, yeah. on that level. Yeah. I've done it all. Like I've been raw for many years. I was vegan. Yeah. I was vegetarian. I've 
done a lot of diet. So I just really try to do intuitive eating and eat what I feel is right for myself at the time. And I don't like to put myself in a box because yeah. I like to be able to be flexible. Sure. Flexitarian, right? Is what yeah, they called that. Yeah. 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 So for, for me, the way I usually define my diet, if people, because I get, I get asked sometimes, yeah. it's, I say I'm raw vegan by day and paleo by night. I love that. Like, That's great. I'm literally, I'm organic raw vegan for breakfast with my smoothie with yes. urban remedy for lunch. And then whatever my wife makes for dinner, which is often pasture raised chicken or right. last night I had grass fed steak or wild caught salmon, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's really, I try not to have judgment in anybody's choice of what they're eating, except totally. when it comes to like factory farming or conventional farming. Those for me are like always a no. Yeah. Let's not gloss over, but dive in a little bit. Why no to factory farming? And why are you so passionate about regenerative agriculture? Yeah, I mean, I just think when we say like, for example, urban remedy, our food is healing to people on the planet is because when you look at the bigger picture of, let's just say the United States right now, and how many monocrops we have that are conventional and how much the pesticide use mm. used on those crops is affecting the soil and affecting our air that we breathe and our water, that piece right there, I just don't want to contribute to that. And I don't want to put those chemicals and pesticides in my body. So I choose to eat only organic because I want to support... Yeah organic farming, regenerative farming, which support soil health, which is one of the things that's going to really help heal the environment and our planet and help to support our ecosystem. It's like when you hear about like the bees and the butterflies and all of these really important species in the environment that are going extinct and are being killed off by all of these pesticides. For me, that's like a hard no. Yeah. In organic farming and regenerative farming, those things are part of the farming process and thought about. And so I believe very strongly in that whole system. And I think it's better yeah. for me personally. It's I love like in Chinese medicine, there's a saying, what's better for me is better for you. What's better for the environment is better for everybody. So it's kind of that thought that we're all interconnected. When I make a choice like that, it's good for me, but it's really, it's good for the bees and the butterflies and everybody in yeah. our society. And then when you look at something like factory farming, I mean, that is just always a hard no for me because I mean, that kind of farming is so incredibly inhumane to the animals and the environment. I mean, the waste that it creates that goes into the water systems and that insane cruelty and suffering that these animals endure I mean, I think it's just criminal. I think if anybody were to visit one of these factory farms or even watch a documentary on how these animals are treated, and that's in, that's dairy, so it includes yeah. like milk and cheese and obviously any kind of meat or eggs. I don't think anybody would ever choose it, but I think a lot of people have their blinders on. And mm. I don't like to say complicit, but I think anytime I do feel that if you are buying factory farm meat, yeah. There is a complicity that happens because then you're really supporting something that is very inhumane and would just like yeah. hurt anybody's heart to see. And I'm not 
staunch vegan and I'm, you know, I'm not coming from that place. I'm just coming from a a place again of we're interconnected and why do we have to have these beings suffer so that we can consume them? Yeah. Well, and and the thing is because of the way that they're raised and the hormones that they're pumped for with and the GMO grains they're fed, we suffer too. Like we suffer, you know, right? Like they suffer on the front end and then we suffer on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, one thing I almost, I will not eat out at like 99% of restaurants. Yeah. And it's because my favorite restaurant used to be Yard House. You're familiar? No. It's a chain and they've got 200 beers and they've got just amazing food taste-wise. Yeah. Right? And my my COO, she was a waitress there. That's actually where I met oh, her. She was the most way. amazing waitress ever. I hired her as in my intern and then my assistant. Now my, my COO, Tiffany. But when I, I hired her and I was like, yeah, I love Yard House. You know, it's like my favorite restaurant. And, uh, and at that time, I thought I was pretty healthy. And it was what I would like splurge and go there. She goes, and she just told me, she goes, Hal, you have to realize that at 99% of restaurants, if not 99.9%, they're buying the lowest quality ingredients to maximize their profit. Yes. She goes, and all they're doing is using a lot of salt to make it taste really good. And then she told me horror stories of like what happens in the kitchen of stuff getting dropped on the ground yeah. and they wipe it off. Or I mean, like, right. And so I was like, I never ate at Yard House again, like my favorite restaurant. Yeah. But the thing is, most most restaurants use seed oils, for example, yes. which are inflammatory, which cause disease, can cancer, on and on and on. Yes. There's literally, it's less than 1% of restaurants that don't cook with seed oils. Yes. Here in Austin, Texas, I found a restaurant called The Well, and they literally on their menu that we only use coconut oil. That's so great. Olive oil and avocado oil, right? I'm like, yeah. I will eat there. You know, and our yeah. beef is grass fed and our chicken is pasture raised and our produce is organic, right? But I've literally called every restaurant, not every restaurant, but every restaurant I want to go to in Austin. And I just always call with some like high end. I'm like, hey, is any of your produce organic? Yeah. No. Is any <laughs> of your beef grass fed? And it's usually, it's somebody, right? That, Let me ask. Yeah, they have like, no you idea. Have ask, yeah. Then you don't probably know. not. Because otherwise, if you have values in terms of the yeah. food that you serve, like you do, yeah. right? You know, you don't, right? And everyone on your team, there's not a person that works at Urban Remedy that I'm like, if I call them, I'm like, is your food organic? They're like, um, let me, let me ask my supervisor. <laughs> well, you know what? I think one of the biggest like red flags is if you say, oh, do you serve? Cause I'm, if you and I went to eat, we would totally be on the same page and asking the same questions. But totally. you know, it's like, are you using organic produce? And really people say, oh, I, we try to use it when we can, yep. which really means you're not using it. And no. I'm totally on the same page with you. I try to, I'm lucky because I eat in Marin and there are a couple restaurants Mm. that serve organic, but usually they still are using seed oils. But I think like with the movement and the, there's such a big push around seed oils right now. I feel like more people are going to be jumping on the, the bandwagon, getting off seed oils, but I'm like the person I'll go to a restaurant. I did this with my son the other day and I didn't even tell him he wanted to go eat at this really cool place out in Point Reyes. And I like made my own dressing and I put it in a a container and I didn't want to embarrass him, but I was like, okay, I'm going to have this salad. And you know, I don't even think it was organic, but I didn't want to ask him embarrassed. And then like when he wasn't looking, like I poured my own salad dressing on the salad or I'll bring my own like organic ketchup or things like that. Yep. No, so, so what I do now with Urban Remedy, and this is was such a hack, and I don't know why I never thought of it. So I travel, I'm a speaker, so I travel quite a bit, and it's so hard. I mean, usually what I do is I when I land somewhere, I find the nearest Whole Foods, and if it's in a yeah inside city, I can I can do it. So I can I load up on organic avocados and dressing and this and that. 
that's where I discovered Urban Remedy is in your cooler at Whole Foods. I want to ask you about that, by the way. How did you get in Whole Foods? But hang on to that thought. But so what I do now is I make my Urban Remedy salad ahead of, before I get on the plane, I divide it into two like Tupperware containers and then I get a cooler with ice, like a little carry-on. And that's one of my carry-ons now is my <laughs> two that. Urban Remedy. And then listen, to, I have to share this You have hack. to send me a picture because I actually want to see what that looks like. Okay, I will. Dude, I'm going next week. I will absolutely okay. have my Urban Remedy. So, but listen to this hack. This is amazing. I've never shared this on the podcast. I've been thinking I need to share this on social media. So I also get organic and Urban Remedy makes organic juices. I actually support this local place that makes these organic juices. Yeah. But you know, they're like, 12 ounces, 16 ounces. They're too big for the plane, right? Right. So what I do is I buy these little Suja vitamin B12 glass jar shots that are like two ounces. And then after I drink them, I wash them out and save them. And then when I fly, I just fill eight of them with my organic juice. And then I put them in the cooler <laughs> next to the Urban Remedy. So like, I feel like I am eating like a king Wait, on the and plane. So you're just I'm doing like little two ounce little shots. Oh, that's I'm so drinking, great. I'm eating Urban Remedy. I'm drinking organic juice. Like yeah. it's amazing. That yeah, is yeah. so funny. I love yeah. that. And I'll even bring enough now. I'll even double up and I'll bring four of them. So I have enough to eat like on a two day trip. Like I'll just eat Urban Remedy the whole time. So yeah. And people do that. We have people that are like, I'm flying to Chicago or New York. Can you ship it to my hotel? And let's get it shipped to their hotel. I do. I, when I went to Disneyland recently, I filled my whole Disneyland fridge with Urban Remedy. I just brought a big box and I just had it in there because they don't have great food. So yeah. Yeah. It's such a great option. I forgot where I went. I went and visited. It was either my dad or my sister. And that's what I did. I changed the shipping on my, on my order that week. Yeah. And I just had it delivered to me there. And it was like, ah, oh, I'm like, I'm at home. You oh, that's know? So, so great. I love yeah. I, I literally might be your biggest fan. Oh my God. What is the salad that you eat the most? So I'll tell you. So I, it used to be the vegan Caesar. Yes. And I ate it so much that it like, I got a little bit too, I ate it too much. Yeah. But it's the, uh, it's the burrito bowl okay. and the, What's the one with the crunchy, the eggplant? Oh, the chop, the eggplant chop. Eggplant chop salad. Yeah. So my two favorite are eggplant chop is probably mm-hmm. tied with the burrito bowl. Yeah. And then the nice, there you go. The chop. That's what, what I had. I had a chop today. That's what I had for lunch. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, like for everyone listening, I'm not selling Urban Remedy. Like they're not my sponsor. Like We don't pay him, I swear. No, it is actually, it's funny. And this is my personality. My, my friend, John, he tells the story. He goes, I think Hal sells everything because when he starts talking about something, I'm like, oh, he goes, oh, I didn't know you were selling that now. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not. He's like, oh, I totally thought you were the way you talking so about it. I am the same way. I was see- There's a lady that I see for body work and I saw her yesterday. She's a somatic therapist. Yeah. And she goes, Mika, she goes, I just have to tell you. She goes, and I had done a podcast with her, but I love her so much that I talk about her all the time. And she goes, you have literally quadrupled, if not more my business. She's like, because you keep telling everybody. And she's like, Oh my God. And I go, I don't even realize it. I just like, if there's something that works for me, I love sharing that with other people. I'm the same way. I think it's so great. Yep. I think we're very similar. We have a similar diet. We both love urban remedy. (laughs) We both are huge promoters of anything that we love. Yes. I want to ask you for anybody listening, like you started this business Urban Remedy is now in Whole Foods all over, which by the way, oh, now that I have you in front of me, yeah, it is not in any of the Austin Whole Foods. Can you somehow fix that? Yes. The other day, my order, UPS was late delivering my order. And this is how much I called every, there are three Whole Foods in Austin. I called every single one. I'm like, do you carry Urban Remedy? 
and none of them did. And I was so sad and I didn't have any We are working on that. We are trying to get into the Austin Whole Foods. I think that is happening relatively soon. But definitely ask the manager, like we'd love to have Urban Remedy. And it's so funny because that is where Whole Foods home base is. And so, yes, we are working on being there. Hopefully we'll be there soon. So I want to ask you two questions is how did you start Urban Remedy? And then like, how did you get it into Whole Foods? Because to me, like you started this incredible company, this incredible brand, and you are now in one of the biggest chain health stores in the world. So those to me are both two huge accomplishments and they're different kinds, right? One is starting something from scratch. The other is like the ultimate dream of any founder, which is like, imagine starting, you're just hoping that it gets off the ground, but then you're like, dude, what if we got in Whole Foods one day? You're like, oh, come on, that's crazy. So those two. Yeah, and I was just having a, a memory of when you and I spoke, and I think it's important to weave that through. So when I started Urban Remedy, I honestly was not trying to start some big company. I really thought I was going to be opening like one location with a kitchen for people that were like you and I in Marin County, where people are very open to this kind of eating. And so I opened that store. I built out a kitchen there. Urban Remedy started as a storefront. Yes. Okay. So I had my acupuncture practice. And then I started doing like juice and food on the side for my patients. And then they started telling people and I was doing more retreats. And then it just kind of created a life of its own. And then I developed like a really small website for people in San Francisco and Marin that wanted to have this kind of food. And okay. people just loved it. And we were like delivering. And I, I didn't know what I was doing. My, like I said, my background was in Chinese medicine and yeah. healing and herbs and all of that. And so... But I was like, I'm just going to go with this. This is the universe is like opening this up to me. People want it. And so I just kept going with that. What year was that that you started? I started doing the retreats in like 2004, 2006, I started retreat. And then in 2011 is when I stopped my acupuncture practice after 11 years, which is really difficult. And that's when I was like, I'm just going to see where this goes. Like I... I needed a break. I was treating a lot of very ill, chronically ill people and I was pregnant and I was like, I need a break from that intensity after 11 years. And anyways, and so I just started doing this and people really wanted it and everybody was telling somebody else. And I remember like the first big thing that happened was I got this call and somebody was like, we love your products. We live in San Francisco. They were part of, what's it called? Not Groupon, but they do a special online and you could sign up. And they, it was something like that. It was guilt. It was called guilt. I just remembered. And I was like, sure, I've never heard of it, but like, let's just try it. And she's like, it will be just like on there for like two days and you could sell 200 juice cleanses or something. And this is before there was like press juicery or any kind of juice things going on. And so I gave them my phone number. I didn't even know what I was doing. Then like a month later, my phone is like ringing off the hook because I gave them my cell phone and I was answering the phone and I was like, and people were wanting these juice cleanses and they were like, you're cleanses sold out in two minutes. Like, do you want to do more? And that's what really, all of a sudden it just got huge. And then I was at a point where I had just had my son and I was married and I was like, that just was not working out. And I was really at this juncture where I was like, I have to get out of this situation, but I hadn't really been working. I was just doing urban remedy. And I get this random call from these guys in LA that we're like, we love what you're doing. We heard about it here down in LA. We want to partner with you and give you some funding. And it was just another, I'm just sharing that because it was another, the universe opening up the doors for me. 
And they, they were like, we'll give you a million dollars. And at that point I was like a million dollars. Like I could build out the best kitchen. I'll never need more money again. And so I took the money, I opened, I built out my kitchen. And then, like I said, six months later, that kitchen, we totally outgrew it. And then it was like a shit show because then I had to like rent an extra, like all these huge coolers and storage units to put things. And I didn't really know what I was doing. I was the CEO. I was like procurement. I was HR. I had a baby that I was breastfeeding and I was just like going for it though. I'm a really good multitasker. So I was like, I'm just going to keep seeing this thing through. And then anyways, a little time went by and it was really cool because also during that point, I'm just sharing because it's an interesting part of my journey. I got introduced to Cindy Crawford and she was like, I love what you're doing. Like, I want to partner with you. I want to support your vision of what is happening. And I was like, Oh my, here I am like a Uh, new mom and I'm doing this. How, how is this even happening in my life? And I wasn't feeling really great about myself because I just had a child and I like still had a weight to lose. And I was just, you know, I was just so overwhelmed. And I remember like a point where the universe kind of asked me, like, do you want to go down this path? Are you sure? Like, are you ready for this? Cause it was going to challenge everything I felt about myself. Like, am I willing to like use my voice and to Mm. be out there with the message that I have? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Because when I had to start showing up in a different way and working with somebody like her, I couldn't like half-ass it. Cause I was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I remember like in that moment, like being with her when we first did a photo shoot and being like, holy shit, how am I like doing a photo shoot? Yeah. And I remember (laughs) being like so embarrassed and shy. And like, I felt like I was on the set of Saturday night live, like you know, just like, what am I doing here? And then I remember like, I better step my game up and just like, go for it. I'm going to ruin this opportunity. And so those kinds of things and hurdles, like have really helped me grow and have more faith in myself and belief in the process. And so anyways, over time, I hired a CEO and he was amazing and with the company for nine years. And he is the one that I credit to us getting these Whole Foods kiosks. So we have Whole Foods Uh, as an investor in Urban Remedy, which was a really amazing partnership. We got uh, into Whole Foods and they were supporting us when we were really small in the Bay Area. And it was just kind of like a brainstorm he had with one of the owners was like, what if we had these branded Urban Remedy? Because they were not offering as much fresh at that time. And they were having some issues around that offering. We were like, here, we can give you the certified organic urban remedy fridge. And they loved the idea. And I remember thinking, how the hell are we going to do this? Like, this is so exciting, but so overwhelming because we had 20 stores in that time period. So were your stores, like when I order Urban Remedy and I get it right there, it's pre-packaged. Is that how it was sold at those stores? Or was it like, actually, okay, it was, it was the pre-packaged company came in and got it. Yeah, everything is ready to eat. Got it. Okay. And so, you know, we started in the Bay Area and that did really well. And then we went to SoCal and that did even better. And then from there, we've just been, we're in about 300, we have about 300 kiosks or presence in Whole Foods Market, which is so exciting. And I can't even believe, like, I was at my Whole Foods this morning and I walked by and I'm like, I can't even believe, like, I know it's a dream to have your own branded kiosk at a Whole Foods. So I feel very grateful, but there's still a lot of challenges keeping it stocked and managing the inventory. I mean, we still are really, I get calls and texts all the time. Like I went by like from people in New York, 
you never have your matcha bars or why are you out of this or why are you out of that? So that's a, a challenge it's that we're never really ending, right? trying to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. And so how many years ago did you get into Whole Foods? Oh, I'm terrible with time. So we've been in Whole Foods for a few years before COVID. So probably 2019, maybe, or 2018 we started. Yeah, somewhere around there. Three, four, five years, right on. Yeah. And so what's new for you and what's next? So... Hmm. What's new? So what's new from a product perspective is we, I just developed three new flavors of cookies. Uh, Two of them are grain-free. Everything we do is gluten-free. So I don't usually mention that because it's always, everything we do is like a food safe zone. We never do dairy, seed oils, gluten, white sugar, artificial colorings or flavorings, iodized salt, like any of that kind of stuff. We use really clean ingredients. So these cookies are all of those things. Plus they're grain-free except the oatmeal. So I have a double chocolate. Did we send you cookies? No, I'll take some. I'm going to send you some cookies. <laughs> double chocolate, oatmeal, walnut raisin, and then the chocolate chip cup cookies. And they're in little bite size or a single cookie. And they're super good for traveling and whatnot. They have low net carbs and they're so good and they're dehydrated and they're incredible. And then we just launched some new sun squares. So those a uh, couple new flavors, a coffee lion. I love those. I've been having the coffee ones like every day. Oh, good. Yeah, I love so those good. too. And then we have a crispy rice. So kind of like really delving a little bit more into fresh snacking. And those products have a little bit longer shelf life. And the salads are my passion and all of the fresh food. Those are a little more difficult to scale because of purge and the short shelf life that they have. So trying to balance out those two things, I would say that's probably our biggest challenge is how do you scale fresh? Got it. Yeah. I'll tell you, Brianna Greenspan is one of my best friends and she's the director of education for uh, the Miracle Morning. She brings the Miracle Morning to schools. And I text her earlier. She's like, what are you up to? Can we, you talk? I said, I'm not available. Uh, I'm about to interview the founder of Urban Remedy. And she texts me, best bars ever. That's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah. So you got a bunch of fans over here at Miracle Morning. And then what's next for you in terms of, I mean, you personally, you professionally, like what, whatever is on the horizon that you're excited about? Oh, that's a good question. I, you know, am very focused on fixing any issues that we have right now. So really getting those kiosks optimized and like, really like, how do we do that? Constantly working on product innovation. I have a new ingredient that I'm really excited about working with that has been, it's a very clean ingredient and it's been studied. They've done clinical trials on humans. Cause I'm sure, you know, like a lot of things, like even turmeric, you can't make a health claim on a label. Like I couldn't put for mm-hmm. lower inflammation, but yeah, with yeah. this new ingredient, that's not new. It's a, it's something you would know. They've done human clinical trials so that we can make the health claims. And, and so it's really exciting to be able to use something that has such functional benefits and be able to talk about it in the product. So I'm working on that. So you'll be the first to know when I can let that out. And then also like personally, I feel like I would love to share like more information on Chinese medicine, living in harmony with nature, just like a lot of those things that we were just talking about because I'm always so busy with Urban Remedy stuff that I don't share a lot of the information, especially about like our mission and all of that as much as I would like to. So I want to really try to make more space for doing that. 
off to have you back on just to dive deep into the Chinese medicine piece and, and into healing. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much more I could talk to you. I have to pick up my son from school and about uh, to leave in 10 minutes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But today I just almost, what I guess, fanboyed over Urban Remedy Aww. and uh, I'm such a fan. Where can people get Urban Remedy? <laughs> I order it just so everyone knows. Yeah. I order it. I order a box of it every week. And it's funny, my mother-in-law fell in love with it. Aww. So I have to split part of the order with her. That's um, so he gets part of it. I get most of it. So I order it every week on at urbanremedy.com. But like Whole Food, where do people go to get Urban Remedy? Yeah. So we, and it's one of our challenges, but it's great that we have all these channels. So we send direct to you. If you order on urbanremedy.com, we can ship it anywhere in the country and you could order all the products. And then obviously we're at Whole Foods kiosk. And we're also in other natural grocers. We have like juices and shots at Kroger, which is a new thing, which is oh. super exciting for us. We're at places like Jimbo's and like the Good Earth and a bunch of local natural grocers. And then we have storefronts. We have five stores now in California in the Bay Area. So we have three channels. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need more representation in Austin. If there's anything that I can do to support it. Yes. I've got your back. I'm going to find out. We've been talking about it. So let me, I'm going to find out and I'll let you know like the date that that's going to happen. Yeah. I'll be your biggest supporter here. So thank you. Cool. Well, Nika, we will have to do this again. Yes, yes, yes. And there's so much more we could talk about, but thank you so much for the time. Again, thank you for thank you listening to the, the intuitive calling in your heart and in your soul to create food that actually heals other people and do it at scale. I think it's a remarkable mission that you're on and I'm grateful that I get to uh, be be the beneficiary of it. One of many. Thank you so much. That means so much. Thank you so much for having me on. And I look forward to talking to you more. You are so welcome. Everybody go check out urbanremedy.com. I'm telling you, it's the best thing ever. And uh, love you so much. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 